Today on our show, we're counting down the top 10 unsexiest, apparently sexy scenes. <laughs> Hit it, Polly. Welcome to episode 385 of the Countdown Podcast. Uh, this is, uh, my name is Wayne. My name is Wayne. <laughs> His name is Wayne and my name is Paul. Welcome to the podcast for Countdown Movies and sometimes television in order of awesomeness so you don't have to. And today's topic came out of a place of, well, desperation. Yes. Well, like, what could be the awkwardest, most ridiculous thing we can talk about that will then have to do lots and lots of work to determine what is unsexy <laughs> and what isn't? Because you might think it's simple. Well, that didn't turn me on, so therefore it qualifies. But then you get into weird places Why and considerations. Why did it go that way? So, like, were they trying to be unsexy? Because exactly. there's some things on this I couldn't. I had to put them on there. Absolutely. I had to put them on there because it's a sexy scene, dressed up sexily, but clearly the filmmakers weren't wanting it to be sexy. Yeah. So well, should that have qualified or sometimes not? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. The idea was... Yeah, sometimes. I'm yeah, sorry, not did all it work? Right. Exactly. Yes. And hence, how do we justify it? And that's what the show is for you today, yeah. folks. Yeah, and my, my list is ordered that way. The lower on my list, I think the filmmakers didn't want it to be sexy. The higher on my list, I'm like, they thought this was sexy and it fucking is not. Whereas I'm just trying to tell stories, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is what is lined up for you today. We hope you'll stick with us through the journey and get to the climax. Hey. Boom. Splash. If you can. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, let's get on to it then. The first segment which kicks off every show. It's called The Recount. Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? <laughs> The recount is our mail room. Paul, what is the mail from our room? Well, much like my shit-ass beloved Bombers, <laughs> I've lost thing. yet again. <laughs> uh, this time by the barest of heartbreaking margins. So I think last week I said four score and seven years is the last one to vote. Now it's four score or and eight years because <laughs> Wayne has tried 51%, oh, really? 49%, 61 votes for the top 10 superior of unlikely heroes, superior list of unlikely heroes, I should say. Uh, Wayne, yeah, 31 votes to you, 30 to me. It oh, very to close. Absolute last moment. I can't remember last time I've won. And if you want this to continue, ladies and gentlemen, you might need to actually let me win every once in a while because <laughs> I'm the one that collates all this shit. There you go, Paul. I do want to give a massive <laughs> shout out, though, to Troy Spinner. Oh, yeah. Who we've sent, a, sent him a bit of a, a countdown pack a, a while back, or at least a t shirt. I can't remember. Sorry, Troy. Uh, he did a better job of naming your characters than you did. <laughs> Not, For not example, I can't remember. You did not know Chingachgook. Yep. Yep. Uh, or Sterling sitting Furberger. <laughs> what? That's what you call it, sitting Furberger. <laughs> From last the Mekans. And yet you still all voted Wayne to win. So at this point in time, I've just given up. The Wayne voting block is so There's big. There's no Wayne voting block. Uh, it's just chance, yeah, Paul. Anyway. It's chance. So Jonathan Kidd said, sorry, Paul, I intended to vote for you, but... Billy Bob Thorne in a simple plan was pretty inspired. It was. It was. I have to admit, it's a week for me to lose. I think you did a great job last week, Very my, my friend. So, well well done there, sir. Smiley Samani, mate, to us. said, guys, most of your choices weren't unlikely heroes. They were always a hero of the movie. Big fall from fail from both of you this week. But Paul failed harder with the majority's picks. Big thumbs down. Which one? With the uh, well, I just said majority all, all picks. All okay, great. Hey, Smiley, go do your own podcast. <laughs> Uh, Michelle Dodo said, really couldn't relate to most of the choices, so Wayne gets my vote for including one of my all-time favourite Pixar characters. Sadness. Ah, sadness. Very nice. Very very fair there. Glenn Sutherland said, once again, Paul's inclusion of Scott Pilgrim is a vote for Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Barr said, Wayne, you had some good picks, mainly Ginty. 
Mm. But, but yeah. sorry, from where? The Dark Knight. Dark Knight, of course. But picking Seagal lost my vote this week. That's fair. And that also is very fair. Very, very fair. And lastly, Nicole Presley said, Finch and Doc Holliday got my vote. I do have to disagree, though. Stifler's mom did have it going on. Jennifer Coolidge is a hottie in my book. Oh, she's still getting a load. I mean, let's not just fucking, like, you know, let's not, like, let's not throw it all out with the bathwater, right? But yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> There you go, Nicole. Your your pick this week entirely justified. Now, before we do get off this week's countdown, I do want to go over to Twitter, where mm. we did get a little bit of feedback this week. This comes from Jarnaby Bones. <laughs> Jarnaby Bones? Who wrote, I am Brilliard here. On one hand, I think the show should cease to exist without Wayne. Would cease to exist without Wayne. On the other, I don't know how Paul can continue to do a movie podcast with someone who thinks Captain Jack was amongst the cursed through the whole film. All right, did I get this wrong? Yes. <laughs> so hang on a sec. From memory, at the end when you see the moonlight, he turns yeah, out to be you, like... When you have the, the coins, I think is the whole deal, right? So wait, was he not dead all the way through the film? No, I don't believe so. When did he die? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, people, okay? I ain't seen this shit since Still the thing. Still the curse of ho- who holds, holds the treasure. Oh, I see. But it was a surprise. Eh, fuck it. All right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I'll certainly watch that again when my asshole learns how to chew gum. What? No. Actually, I did enjoy that first one. It was Fair good. The first film's good. Yeah, obviously, we, mm. it goes downhill from there. So, thank you so much for your feedback this week. Wayne triumphs again. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into who will triumph this week on a very dubious topic on the other side of this music cue. That's the sexiest it's going to get to, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On point, Let on brand. Let me just tell you. All right, then, Wayne, why don't I lead away? Hit it. Now, as I said, I ordered my list so that the scenes which I know weren't meant to be sexy, but still were sex scenes or sexy scenes. Sexy scenes. Are lower on my list. Sure. The ones which I know they were aiming to be sexy yeah, yeah. and fell so far fucking short. Higher up. Yeah, are higher up. So Got it. My number 10 is a film called, from from a film called Antichrist. Oh, fuck. This is from our favourite director, Wayne, Lars von Trier. Fucking hell. All right, what's this film about, Paul? This film is basically follows a couple who, in the film's opening scene, mm. which is played off, imagine it to sort of classical music, arty-farty, black and white. Got it. Super slow-mo. Slow-mo. Willem Dafoe is banging Charlotte Gainsbourg. <laughs> yep. With all the facial contortions, oh, yeah, and, yeah, right know, in the face you would expect, and, and Sex writhing face. buttocks O-face. and O-face. whatever else, they've left their toddler alone. So this mm. is not funny. So this is why my number ten toddlers, their toddler is left alone while they're pounding ass. While they're pounding out, got it. They could not keep their hands off each other because they're so in love, presumably, and whatever else. Even after having a kid, mm. <laughs> I know, <laughs> ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> and this child, whatever, climbs a chair and then onto a table or a desk. Really? And then, and then there is second or third or fourth maybe story up, steps out and follows whatever it is and falls. And it's oh all my God. Artfully shot and the, the child clearly dies. Bloody hell. As they orgasm. Ah, oh, this is wrong, mate. Yeah. That's a soft on and a half, oh, son. 
this. Don't even worry about it. Fucking hell. And the film gets worse from there in, in some ways. Not, I mean, that's the most awful tragedy. As a parent, there's just nothing at all. Like, Even as not a parent, I'm kind of pretty disturbed by that. Um, it's, what? it's highly disturbing. And I and I kind of went, oh, I'm getting... And believe me, one of my nine and eight also. And seven. We're all disturbing. What, <laughs> then um, we get to ridiculous and then we get to, oh, they meant this to be sexy, but it's not. We can laugh about it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. What's ant- why is it Antichrist? Is, that, is there a thing I about that? I can't remember why, okay. to be honest. I have seen this film. It's there's If you want to see... Charlotte Gainsbourg take a hammer to Woodland Defoe's dick. Oh, what? This is the film for Come you. Come on, man. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Or Literally. maybe he takes it to his own. D- I don't remember. This film what? is awful. Everyone, stop hitting your dicks or other people's dicks. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay, that's. You need to uh, sound that out before you do that. <laughs> well done, old man. <laughs> 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 that gag will come up again before the end of today, I'm sure. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, big one right out of the gate there for you, Paulie. My number 10, well, okay. Picture it, Paul. <laughs> Sicily. <laughs> Sicily. No, in fact, Perth, 1993. Uh-oh. A fresh-faced Wainuruzu who has <laughs> just turned 18 decided that this is the day he will go to the cinema and watch his very first R-rated film at an actual theater, okay? So the only R-rated film playing at that month was an art house film, which I didn't know, by Louis Malle called Damage. Now, Who's that star? Damage has Jeremy Irons and Juliette Binoche. Noted sex symbols, Juliet. I think Jeremy Irons is actually considered like the older thinking ladies dick cheese. I don't know. I'm not sure. (laughs) Anyway, but like... Why is it ladies? Could be men. um, Yeah, you're right. But he's considered sexy and like... Back then in 1993, Cracker was probably in like 40 or something. I don't know. Anyway. Probably was. So anyway, it has... Yeah, those two are in it. And it's about an elderly statesman, a prominent English diplomat dude, Jeremy Irons, who's a very classy man. He's very erudite family. But then he power slams his son's fiance, who is Juliet Binoche. I know, I know, right? But what kind of turd would you have to be? Well, the weird thing about it is you're not the the movie kind of like all the okay, sex scenes. Well, no, it doesn't okay it, but all the sex scenes between Jeremy Irons and Juliet Binoche are just weird. Like, for example, you don't even know when the movie starts that he's hitting it, and the first time he sees her at a party, I'm not sure if they had something before or not. She just walks into a room after giving him a look, then he walks in after her. Then he just whips out his dick and pounds away while he's half standing and he blows his beans in five seconds. And I'm like, well, even at my young tender age of 18, I think. Whoa, 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 hold on. I bet you that wasn't all for her, Jeremy. So I was like, okay. (laughs) And the subsequent scenes, here's the actual one I'm talking about, okay? They bang at various points throughout the movie. There's one where they're, imagine this. They're on the floor. He's sitting on the floor buck naked. She is straddling him with her legs wrapped around him. And the instead of the usual gyration pounding thing, they're actually rocking back and forth oddly around the floor, back and forth, and kind of covering each other's I'm eyes. creaking there. Yeah, and they're grunting and rolling and rocking. And I'm like, I don't even know how he stayed inside her in that position. Like, it's just it's just weird. And they kind of, it's, it's supposed to be a frantic, like, we're just so passionately, like, slapping away at each other. It was weird, man. I was sitting there going, Man, this is my first R-rated movie. I didn't know. I, didn't, I was looking for like actual sex scenes, not some avant-garde rolling my dick around on a shit thing. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it was, right? It was weird, and I didn't know it was an art house film. And the whole film is just dire. Because all it, after that, it's a drama for sure. But like, it becomes awful. it's horrible. But you know, Louis Malle, you know, he he married Candace Bergen. Well done, mate. Now do a better movie. Um. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Life advice from yeah. Wayne <laughs> So, damage. Unsexy sex scenes, my people. Okay, Let me tell that's you. your number 10. It gets better, worse from there. My number nine, then, mm-hmm. to move on from that disappointment to, uh, to another disturbing scene. Sure. Comes from my favorite film of 2019, Midsommar Ariaster's second film. Never saw this. Tell me about the pork sequence. This one features... So, it follows Florence Pugh and Jack Rayner right. and a few of their mates, 
get sort of asked to go to this Swedish cultish commune sort of place and once they're there, they get in over their heads, as you can imagine, and mm-hmm. don't do the right things, but they've got nefarious intentions towards them. Anyway, Christian, played by Jack Rayner, he's basically drugged. He's right. drugged, had this big, huge meal, and he's sort of dragged away to participate in this sex ritual, which is designed to impregnate one of the young women that's part of this commune. Mm. Okay. And she's not unattractive. I think maybe she's vaguely redhead from memory, so Excellent. maybe Wayne, you'd be all up for this. But... Um, while they're they're at it because he's off, so it's basically it's rape. Okay, that's bad enough already. Right, male rape. Right, very bad. While they're forcing him to sort of get down to this, and he's responding because he's off. Wait, is La he raping her? Or is she raping him? No, 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 no. He, she, okay, right. she's effectively they're raping him because they're forcing making him rape yes, her. Yeah, yep, okay, or making her him have sex with her against his will because he's with Florence Pugh through this movie. Is she receptive? Oh yeah, no, she's totally up for it. Oh, she's, then they're raping him. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Got it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> Well, at least the girl's not being hurt, Paul. You see? All right, go on. Sorry. <laughs> but what makes it... That's creepy enough and weird Absolutely. enough and soft on enough. But yes. then then on top of that, you've got the elder women of this this cult standing around <laughs> all mimicking the noises she makes whilst what? he's impregnating her. Ooh. And from memory, they're all either not... If they're not naked, they're all semi-naked and there's floppy, flaggy... T-digs. Bits of skin yeah. and fat and whatever else. It's... Ugh. Exactly the word it is. So she's like, ah, and they're like, and saggy flesh and grosses just all around. <laughs> and but like, can you imagine? Like, clearly, whatever they've given him not isn't just a sort of rohypnoly substance. Still, it's it, a dick behind. It's a Viagra substitute <laughs> too, because otherwise, there's no way you would be at all entertained by this. Especially with like the pressure on like people mm-hmm. around you, like doing stage plays of what you're doing, and yep. that's fucked up, man. Oh, okay, that would definitely be a. Uh, non yeah, Disturbing <laughs> AF, my number nine, Midsommar. Fair enough, mate. My number nine is from a mo- film that I hate watched called Fifty Shades Freed. Yes, it's a Fifty Shades. I did consider a Fifty Shades. I only watched one. Couldn't remember which one it was. It was so I watched bad. the first one. Oh, look, the first one, they're all shit. No, that's not the first one. Fifty, 50 Shades Freed is the last one. Yes. They're all shit. Right? One of them's got the worst car chase in his cinema history. That's the one I watched. <laughs> I wish I could tell you, Paul. I wish <laughs> okay. I could tell you. Okay, but in this scene, Dakota Johnston, which, by the way, I know, Paul, you, you know, you, the... It's known that I tend to like what you refer to as the girl next door. Yes. All right? I found her wildly unattractive. Oh. Because right? I was considering her to be a girl next door type. Yeah, just not for me, mate. Not for what me. is it that puts you off? Um, Everything. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. It's, well, uh, the, the point in question, this is the bit that <laughs> I thought dad. was first. <sighs> I don't know what it is, but I don't. It's not my jam. Anyway, in this scene, Dakota Johnson, who's named Anastasio, she is having, like, Jamie Dornan, who's the... The, the Mr. Gray. Gray, right? He's in a kitchen and he's doing a midnight snack of Ben and Jerry. And what, and, and <laughs> you know, they're just like, they're doing ice cream things. Now, what happens here is that he puts ice cream on her legs and licks it up right before they do it. But the way this scene, I know, that's all, I know, because I'm not that guy, right? But because can you imagine how sticky and yuck that would be? Yes. And also, by the time it's a bit warm, you know what I mean? There's that. But more than this is the, the thing that really put me off is that she, when he comes up to her and she's like sitting on the bed on, on the on the on the kitchen table and she's sort of got this ice cream and he comes up to her and they're both kind of naked she's like half naked and she starts she's like here have some ice cream and he's about to eat it and then she smears it on his chest now Paul the thing about men's chests is the chest has hair yeah usually all right and I don't like chest hair I've got it but I deal with it a lot yep and she smears the fucking vanilla and it just gets matted in the chest here mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be sexy and I'm like fuck that shit and I think the idea is that it's, <laughs> it's supposed to symbolize them partaking in an evening of 
vanilla sex, okay? Oh. I think that's what's going on here if you wanted to assign any meaning to it, but it's a hell of a lot weirder than any of the BDMS sex. Yeah, so I'm like, yo. Fifty Shades, Phil. Exactly, and I'm just like, this is gross, motherfucker. So, first of all, I'm not digging the girl. I'm sure as hell not digging the guy. And then you make his yeah. chest hair matted with ass juice and fucking... Rena- oh, fuck it, man. This was out. I'm like, nope, I'm out. This sort of thing ain't my bag, baby. <laughs> We're right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, 50, free, 50 flaps free, as I often say. <laughs> I'm so glad you do. Uh, my number eight comes with all kinds of wrong attached to it. <laughs> yeah, go on. As if my first two didn't already. So, it's from the 2009 Vincent, Vincenzo Natale film Splice. stars Adrian Brody and Sarah Poli. Obviously, I've never seen it. You haven't seen it? Okay, <laughs> so this is kind of like the species of 15 years later. Is it a horror movie? Yeah-ish. Yeah, okay. So basically, they are genetic engineers and they produce human-animal hybrid by mating their labs, other creations together, all in the name of science. And their fleshy subhuman creation, they call Dren, okay. played by Delphine Shanek. Mm-hmm. Hits puberty in a flash and soon begins exhibiting carnivorous tendencies and can influence other people or animals with her pheromones. Hang on, Paul. What does Dren look like? Imagine a bald woman, so <laughs> fem- yep. female features. Got it. With a stingy-like tail protrusion out her ass. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look good. No. And is it like, um, what color is the creature? Is it fleshy, like pale? Fleshy, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. Fleshy. Color. I think I've seen a still from this and went, nope. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Go on. So, there's a point where Dren tries to seduce Clive, Adrian Brody's character, who's basically her father and it's kind of bestiality. And because she puts <sighs> her pheromones out there, he can't resist. He fucks like an animal. Yeah. Oh, mate. Imagine that. Someone walking in, casting a spell, go fuck that donkey, and then you do it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, eventually Elsa interrupts <laughs> the pair, but the damage is literally, as well as to my psyche, done. So this would have been <sighs> arguably my number one for all the wrongness of this scene. But again, they weren't intending it to be sexy. It's just not sexy at all. No, it's a sex scene that is not sexy. Yeah. So that's up there. Wow. Nasty. Okay. My number eight is a film that Paul and I... It's hard do- to be funny about some of this shit. It really, <laughs> it really is. isn't. It really isn't. Uh, but my number eight's a scene... Uh, sorry, a, sh- a show, a movie, that Paul and I do not see eye to eye on. Ooh. I saw this film... Shoot him Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> is it on your list? No. Okay. Because it's sexy as fuck. Fuck off. All right, everyone. Check it out, right? <laughs> Shoot 'em Up is a shit film that has stars Clive Owen and Paul Giamatti and Monica Bellucci. What you think? Hey, sexy, right? There's one scene. Now, first of all, the whole movie is bullshit. Highly sexy. Yeah, the whole movie is shit. But secondly, there's a scene where Clive Owen is 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 slamming Mona Bellucci, Monica Bellucci in the motel room. Great, okay. Then while he's inside her, he then gets attacked. They all both get attacked by a bunch of motherfuckers who break into the room and try and shoot them. Now, what happens is. First of all, this scene looks like an excerpt from an action porn movie parody. I don't even <laughs> think it's like... I know it's supposed to be a bit funny, but what happens is... It's definitely meant to be sexy, though. Really, Paul? I think so. Because here's what happens. He pulls guns and starts shooting all those motherfuckers while they're all shooting at both of them. Now, magically, none, neither of them get shot, so fine. All right? Because you're meant to convey just how much these two... This film's meant to convey how much these two want each other at that point in time, but they're not prepared to stop. He's not prepared to stop, even though their lives are at risk. Yeah, but check this out, Paul. <laughs> all right? So they're shooting, shooting, shooting. She's still getting like railed by him, right? And it's like, blam, 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 and he's moving around. She's climaxing as he's shooting other motherfuckers. Now... Let me tell you, Paul. 
I have little knowledge of dick technique, but here's what I like to here's the, here's what I know. You can get the job done by thrusting up, around, and sort of like moving your dick in an upward to the right and left motion. That can usually work for some women. He is flipping a bitch, like, and jumping around the room, and she's ah ah ah. Right? <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I should take away I'm, from this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Look, <laughs> when you flip a quote unquote <laughs> bitch, but. Look, first of all, as you, I mean, even when you're power slamming normally, your dick will slip out. I don't care how big your dick is. If you're shooting motherfuckers and jumping around the room, you're going to pop out, mate. And she's probably not going to have a great time. So, you know, I'm all about the girl, Paul. And so, if she's going to arrive, you need to give her your full attention and not shoot motherfuckers. So, for me, I'm just going, I was like that meme of Leo DiCaprio pointing at the fucking TV screen. Well, that shit doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) So, for me, just, you know, fundamentally, I was like, I, I don't find this sexy, although I like Monica Bellucci. Yeah, me too. So, you know, what are you going to do? What a shame. What a shame. <laughs> Wayne didn't find that one hot. I certainly did not find one of the seven hot. Wayne hasn't seen this movie either. I watched it earlier this year. It's from a film called X. What's it about? This one is directed by Ty West and written by he and Mia Goth, who is the star of the film. And in this film, she plays the main final girl. It's a horror movie where a bunch of, in the late 70s, mm-hmm. late 70s? Mid 70s? Can't remember. Porn. Producers okay. head up to this remote farm to shoot their porn know, movie? farmer girl goes bad porn movie. Slam slam, yep. Yeah. And they hire the the sort of out not outhouse, but the, the side house off this old couple, who it turns out the woman of the old couple, whose name is Pearl, is also played by Mia Goth. So she plays two roles in the film. And her name is Goth. Yeah. Go she and her husband have old person sex. Old person sex. Which is Wrong on the level of he doesn't really want to because he's worried his heart's going to give out, but right. she's kind of making him do so. And she's made up, and I, you can see these videos online. So even though you know it's a young, attractive woman underneath it, it doesn't look that way on the screen. Uh, the now, by the way, have I mentioned that they're both uh, mass murderers? So Oh, yeah. that's an important detail, Paul. Yeah, so they're, they're not. Because yeah. I think I have old person sex by oh, virtue of me being an old person. Well, <laughs> I want you to multiply that by, let's say you're in your your 87, not 87. If I'm still fucking 87, man, that's yeah. a win. I think that's what we'd all, we'd all like to be at that, yeah. where, where yeah. our gear is working at that age. Right. We're still able to do that, mm. and then that's what blindfolds are for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Brazulo pulling out the fucking glass. Uh, I, I, yeah, look, I mean, obviously, and also not being a mass murderer, I, I get yes. that. So is it just the slamming? And and the, yeah, the situation she's highly sexualized. So at one point, she tries to hit on her younger version of herself to try and get her into bed. Even wow, she's eighty-seven, and this girl's like twenty-two or twenty-three. I don't know. In the, in the course of the film, How and very then odd. she she steals away and watches while they're making the film, and it's like go creep the fact that they're <sighs> anyway. It all leads to this point where they've murdered several people, and they're getting hot over that. Yeah, uh, so yeah. Then see, they have the sex. It's gross and disturbing, and yeah, it doesn't look good. Have you ever seen The Comfort of Strangers? No. It's a Christopher Walken film. Walken. Walken. And, he's, and uh, it's, it's about that. These people like the killing beauty. It's just gross. I hate that stuff. Okay, fair enough. Good one. Uh, my number seven is a film that most people have seen, and I remember having an issue with it at the time. Goldeneye. Goldeneye, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm talking, of course, of Xenia yeah. on the top. On the top. Fumke Jansen. Now, uh, there's a couple of scenes in here, but the one I'm going to pick is Xenia on the top is, is bang killing a fat old white dude so the deal is everyone she's obviously a bad guy agent and she's straddling this dude this old dude who's like an admiral or something yep. and he's understandably ecstatic because you know Famke Jansen's on top of him fantastic 
And this is the scene where you find there out that... A few people in the world who wouldn't be ecstatic with that. Yeah, look, I'm pretty happy about it. But like, um, Especially circa 30 years ago. Well, I found out of this scene, this is where you find out that Xenia on the top is, is an oddly sexualized hitman killer who literally fucks you to death. Well, be hit woman. Right, yes. hit woman. And she, the move du jour is she wraps her legs around you so tight that you can no longer breathe and hence you suffocate and die, which is what happened to this <laughs> dude, right? I mean, this is like 1995. I was fresh-faced still. And I didn't know that sadomasochism or voluntary sexual violence was even a thing. Yep. I didn't know, right? I barely know now. And so the thing that bugged me was that the dude is like, he's dying and she's like writhing around on top of him. Getting off on it. Yeah, and he finally checks out and she's smiling and the scene fades out. And it's just as a pretty risky for a James Bond film, I have to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then just as one audio note as the scene blacks out and so going, yes, like this. And it just really disturbed me. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I didn't know what that was. And also, I happen to know you can't kill someone by doing that. So if you like, you know, later on. From from later experience, (laughs) Wayne would learn. I'm like, well, later on, she tries it on James Bond in the sauna, and it's the same deal, but he manages to smack her around and throw her off his, like, and she gets pissed off. And at the end of the scene, she goes, this is because she's, she's playing a Russian girl, right? He throws her down, and she's like, Bitch! That's what she says, right? I'm like, well, that was an oddly urban execution of that line <laughs> for a Russian girl. But yes, uh, that was, uh, so for me, unsexy, sexy. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably come around, you know, later in later years, but not then. Not yet, all right, quite sure. <laughs> My number six, I should say, is one I presume will be on your list. Although we do, we have talked about this film a bit mm. and this scene more than once. Okay. From Team America, colon, World Police. <laughs> With thanks to Machu <laughs> from the Movies and 20 Qs podcast for this reminder. Who put on his sexiest scenes I list, know, didn't he? I know. And Sam did say, we just didn't submit his list on this. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, he did. That was some of the feedback from Sam. Just why can't we just put a whole Machu's whole list up here? Uh-huh. Here's a shout out to you, Sam and Machu. I promise I will never die is the words which lead into marionette sex of all positions and kinds. Hilarious. It was hilarious, this scene. Yeah. And again, I know they're not going for sexually titillating, but it's just so awkward and cringy. I laughed my ass off because of the slow-mo, like, upside-down pork. Oh, like, they, they start off missionary, missionary and they move through, well, you know, 69 position, she's going down on him, he's going down on her. There's even her upside down. Yeah, upside while he's down, like doing her, head, like her headstand while Impossibly. He's, yeah, which way? His dick's going the wrong way at that particular point. You know what's funny about, <laughs> about that is that when you present like this passionate, romantic, because it's slow-mo yeah. and it's like the with, music with, uh, playing. Trey Parker's Trey Park. power ballad over the top. That's right. And then, like, but then they're doing the most freaky shit you've ever seen. That was pure comedy. But yes, agreed. Unsexy. Not purposefully. sexy. Purposefully, yes. Not sexy at all. And that's my <laughs> number six. Well, my number six is an old classic, people. But from this, you can, you can intimate uh, how I feel about food and pork. Nine and a half weeks. Nine and a half weeks, yeah. yeah okay. Nine and a half weeks. Okay, so the scene is that Kim Basinger, of whom I am a huge fan, mm. is having sexy times with Mickey Rourke. This one stayed off my list because the first half, she's just blindfolded and he's just, you know, touching her. That's hot. Yes, that was good. Then, then, yeah. then they get around to the kitchen and they do a thing where, yes, she's still blindfolded and they roll to the kitchen and they seats her by the fridge. Then he starts feeding her various types of food. Which, now, which spoof movie did they do that take the piss out? Was it Hot, hot Shots? Hot Shots Part 2. Part 2, I think, yes. It where, been. like, you know, cooking bacon on her skin. That's right, cooking bacon, which, which was funny, <laughs> right? Uh, but when he starts feeding her food, I remember, again, long time ago this movie came out, I had not had some sex yet, and I was like, I already know that I'm not down with this, and at one stage, even though he's feeding her shit, he then feeds her, he, he gives her a spoonful of cough medicine. 
As a, I know, as a gag, that's what he, and she spits it out, and that's like just a real flyaway thing, and I'm like, I don't get this at all. I don't get this at all. Right? When you're eating food and eating burgers, that's two very different taste palettes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, preferably a, a prepared burger at a gourmet food store, right? Exactly. And the <laughs> other one is a natural burger <laughs> that was also quite gourmet, depending on who you're with. So, that's <laughs> nine and a half weeks, everyone. Um, hey, out there, if you like mixing food and sex, I'd like to hear from you. I'd like to hear why <laughs> and how you do it and what is on the menu. <laughs> yeah. All right. My number five is where I start to get a little confused as to the tone of this scene. Go on. It is an obvious one. And Wayne, it might be on the list because I know you've championed this scene as being really awkward. I'm pretty sure you told me that there was actual sex involved, but there's not. It doesn't go that far. Go on. From Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, mate. On your list, I put. It, I I knew it would turn up on yours, so I, I left it off my end. But I want, I'm glad that you put it on. Please talk to me about it. So Howard talks a really good game. He's like hitting on Leah Thompson, Leah Thompson, Beverly, and he's like, yeah, yeah. and then she suddenly starts to reciprocate, he's, and he's all like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I went and rewatched this scene. By the way, when you have a shared Google account with other family members, oh. when you do this show, you spend a lot of time going to history and going x x x x x. <laughs> That's a mistake, Paul. Also, there's a shortcut to clear browser history. <laughs> Google knows. But what does to it do. get rid of get rid of the YouTube history? Though? I'm not sure about that. Yeah, it's a good question. Oh my god, your daughter's got a kids account, yeah? Yeah. No, no, she's on my account. Oh dear God, That's Paul. What I'm saying I got to go and make sure I. Anyway, sorry. There was a lot of xing this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Because Howard, as much as he talks a good game, once she starts to reciprocate, he's like, "Whoa, hey, we need to probably think about this." And I don't know whether we should do this because we're quite different. And what about? Have you thought about the future? And he's saying all these questions. But yet, when she's stroking him, his feathers on the top of his head stand it's up. Such a weird move they Which did with Phil. Remember, it's clearly delineating a particular movement uh, of another bodily organ. Yeah, but like Howard the Duck is like fucking two feet tall, three feet tall. Duck. Yep. All right. Now, as a short man myself... <laughs> Not that short. <laughs> I know, right? How big is his dick? I wish you wouldn't even notice it, right? Anyway, so then, she's, <laughs> but then she says, I'm just joking, Howard. And then we get this weird moment where, again, saxophone music's playing over all this, ah. by the way. We get this shot of them silhouetted against this, whatever, for whatever strange reason, this sheet that they have up thing. And she leans over and kisses him very tenderly goodnight. Between the bills. Yes. Of the, I remember this, yes. Paul. I remember it. As other characters, including Jeffrey, whatever the fuck he's Look on. Is, come walking in. Principal from Ferris Bueller's come walking in and watch this. And they're all like horrified. So this film is playing a weird note. Yes. And also, the, the like first of all, this uh, we've talked about this. There's duck titties in this film, Paul. I At the very part. beginning, where there's, there's like a duck. Oh, on his world? In the duck. Yeah, in his world. Right. There's a chicken or a dick chuck, dick chuck, dick chuck, chuck. <laughs> in, in the bathtub. And she's like walking around. And just casually, she's got nipples. It's fucking wrong. That would be wrong. It's too. wrong, right? And so, uh, and then when this bit, yeah, you're right. It didn't really know what it wanted to be. And that's why this has been the butt of a joke in Golden Girls for like 10 years. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but every single time they can mention this in Golden Girls, it's like, oh, we had to help this guy. He's really a, down on his luck. He was a major investor in Howard the <laughs> they, they always make that joke, so you know, up in there. Uh, yeah, fair enough, Paulie. I think they just won you the show. Well, just no, I don't know about that, but uh, that's one of the five. Howard the Duck, right? <laughs> Great song, though. Great song. Though. Uh, okay, my Did number Leah five. Thompson sing that song. Yes. Well, presented the, as such in the film. Anyway. Okay. My number five is from a film called 300 Rise of an Empire. <laughs> Did you watch this film then? I thought for ages you hadn't watched it. Uh, I watched this, this scene, scene. Paul. Okay. So, you right. agree. 
Evergreen, who that's how you say such as a name. She says the name Evergreen. Sorry, yeah, my apologies. That? I but I, like she, she's called Evergreen anyway. Uh, um, anyway, so she's uh, she's there and she's a she's in a, a room with Sullivan Stapleton, who is the male lead, Aussie, Aussie, actor. Aussie fella, uh, draped in leather clothing, and they're having sort of a hate bang before they go to war. That's that's the scene, okay? As On paper, do. it sounds awesome, but the scene does suck. Now, they are slamming each other up against a metal bolted wall, which looks physically painful. They both keep making these horrible wincing faces. It's just quite... <laughs> and it's thrashy, close-cut, and weird. Because although there is an excellent titty bonus, the whole scene is, like, weird or something. And at the end, I swear to God, Paul, she's writing him. They're both thrusting. She says, join me. And he says, no. Then somehow she does a pussy roundhouse throw on him. Like she's got her, she, he's inside her, she's wrapped around him. She twists her hips and kind of while his dick is still inside her, throws him with a spinning movement across the room. Have you ever been judo thrown by a pussy ball? Cannot say. <laughs> Hard as That is literally what happens. Go ahead and look it up. She's like, ah! And he's like, whoa! <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's where you lose a break for people. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. go. All right, cool. You're number four, sir. My number four, I have to be honest, Wayne, mm. <laughs> I seriously considered having this person as my 10 through one because every one of his sex scenes could fit this list. Me? <laughs> no, no, not, you. not you. My number four is from Top Gun. <laughs> T to the C. What? With Tim, with Tom fucking and Kelly McGillis displaying all the sexiness that normally associated with a dog getting down to it with a particularly well-rounded calf. Wait a minute, Paul. <laughs> Are we talking about the largely lit in blue "Take My Breath Away" scene oh. in Top Gun? It's not helped by the eighty-third segment of. So you think this scene was unsexy? Oh, God, it's... Bro! They Bro! Have, they have zero chemistry. It's only because she's a bit older, Paul. And, well, I would agree with that, if not for the fact that every sex scene I've seen Tom Cruise in, other than maybe with Nicole Kidman, but even then the rumour is they actually were doing it on the set of Eyes Wide Shut. There's not much, There's not much. Uh, let's say, magnetism nor chemistry with his co-leads. Wow, I, can, I remember this completely differently. Like, oh. I remember seeing that. I watched this film just before Top Gun, Colin Maverick, and I have to say, I was like, this film blows. What? Mainly because of the lack of... Like, we spent so much time on this fucking romance and it sucks. You know what it was? It was an 80s romance, Paul, where anything goes. Uh, or at least you were too young to know any better. See, when I yeah. saw this back in 86, and to be fair, I haven't seen Top Gun in many a year. Mm. Uh, that whole, I stick my tongue in your mouth and then you stick yours back, but you do it in slow-mo. And for some reason, <laughs> there's a lot of blue lighting in the room. I didn't know that that's how you kissed women when I was fucking in, you know, year six. So I'm like, yo, that's how it works? And then I heard <laughs> girls talking about it, saying that's how he kisses and he's, all that kind of shit. And I'm like, wow. So to me, I didn't, I don't, I don't even know if I had wood. That's, I probably did. But, um, yeah, the, yeah no, probably, it's pretty early days. Broken out. Yeah, anyway. Uh, but no, I, I, um, I didn't find it unsexy, Paul, but it was perhaps an awakening of sorts for me. So that's why I think I was in there. But uh, interesting, interesting. I'm trying to think of Tom Cruise's other pork sequences now. All the right moves. Tandy Newton. T- oh, well, Tandy Newton. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to give you a soft on directly. So, uh, <laughs> you are so wrong. Uh, a little uh, fine looking woman. Yeah. Righto then. Okay. Well, my number four, everyone, is uh, Body of Evidence. Oh, right. Now, we're talking about Madonna and Bill Defoe. 
it pains me to say. Once again, second entry for Willem Dafoe. Yeah, this guy likes to uh, freak it out. What got me, I guess, about the film? Because remember, Body of Evidence was considered one of the R-rated films back then, okay? I think someone called it a poor man's basic instinct, someone back in the day, because it was around that era, okay? And Madonna was all, like, shaking her titties out like she always does and stuff like that. So no, by by the way, I find Madonna wildly unattractive, always have. (laughs) Now, um, this scene here is where Willem Dafoe, yes, he's making faces again. (laughs) They're flat out gross. (laughs) There's really nothing erotic about this. But then he decides to do this. Now, candle wax, Paul. Yes, well. Have you used candle wax before? <laughs> sure, every day when, I, every when day, the power right? goes out. Every day, okay, good. <laughs> so he starts, he starts dripping it on her tay digs and her stomach and stuff while he's chowing down. Now, that's wait, fine. Wait, wait, he drips it on her? Or yes. She, right, I well, I'll, recall look, the other way around. I'll be honest with you, I think she introduced the idea of candle wax on her situation, and he was all like, word. So I'm not quite sure what's going on, to be fair. But what then happens is, he is going down and there's candle wax on her stomach and then what he does is he kind of uses his nose to inch his way up her stomach he's actually <laughs> he's I mean, in doing so he kind of pushes all of the dried candle wax off her stomach and it gets caught on his face Paul and <laughs> around his mouth and then he's like comes back up with that fucking green goblin face and he's got fucking candle wax dried around his fucking mouth and I'm like no, no one's happy here. Again, very hot. young. Didn't know about very, pork. very. But hot. I knew I wasn't on board with that shit, player. Not so, just the uh, wax. Oh, <laughs> no. it was gross. No, that's terrible. No, it's horrendous. It's horrendous, and uh, you know I don't recommend it anyone. <laughs> I haven't tried it, but I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word. <laughs> All right, that was body evidence for you at your number. What was it? Three. Three, man. That means we're up to my no four. No four. four, four. My number three. Here's my other big one, which had to be on everyone's list, right? The <laughs> unsexiest attempt at a sex... And this was legitimately, like Top Gun, trying to be sexy. Mm. Showgirls. Again, left, left it off, but glad you put it on. Keep going. <laughs> Tell us about Showgirls, Generally Paul. speaking, and I know we've talked about this on the show before, having trying to have sex in a pool or a hot tub is a great idea in theory. Yeah, it is a great idea in theory. <laughs> it's not a great idea in practice. Is the, is the problem, Paul, I think we've talked about this, is that Pool water does not is not your friend in terms of lubrication. I don't. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a lot so, of like. Yeah. Let me get not, that in there. What's and going it out. on here? Plus, if the pool water's cold, how's that going to do well, with your yeah. boner? You know what I'm saying? Um. I've, anyway. Yeah. Look, I've tried it. But Carl McLaughlin, okay. I've tried it too, and it yeah, wasn't, it was, wasn't it was much like, fun. Carl yeah. McLaughlin being ridden like a bucking bronco by Elizabeth <laughs> Berkeley, though he was barely doing any buckling. She was just whipping her head around yeah, and going for town, like. You mentioned earlier on, I'm not sure how you could stay in when things like that are happening. Yeah. How the fuck did he stay in with the violent movements? A that lot she of was jerking, doing? a lot of to the right yeah. and that kind of thing, hip deep water. Yeah. I don't know what it was about because I remember when showgirls happened, all right? So Pearl Verhoeven, whatever this that supposed to be sexy, sexy, sexy. And then it became this du jour movie to shit on, where they were like, This is the worst thing I've ever seen. Blah, blah, blah. Have you seen Showgirls in recent times? We watched it. I would say five years ago, four years ago, with Justin Winners from the So Married Movie Girl, uh, movie, movie, Girl movie Geek, Geek podcast. Yeah, yeah. And we, we reviewed it there, and it's not a good movie. No, it's not a good movie, and it's the whole... And it's just so unsexy, <laughs> given there's so much naked flesh. That was the problem with this film. When you're surrounded by titties, Paul, after a while the titties ain't so special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and I think so, there's a metaphor there for life. Yeah, you're right. Can't stand all your time up there. You've got to be down here. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, look, yeah. I'm sure that's... Just incredibly beautiful people throughout this film. Guy McLaughlin in 1995. Obviously, Elizabeth Berkeley was an attractive young lady. Ruined her career. Saved by the bell, yo. Somehow, Kyle McLaughlin got out of this without too many 
shits on him, but uh, I don't think she ever recovered her career. No, we've not heard of her again. Gina Gershon was okay, but again, Kyle McLaughlin somehow withstood this all, and everyone is terrible in this movie. It just missed so hard. I call that the Pharrell Williams syndrome. He did uh, Blurred Lines, the music video with Robin Thicke in it. Oh, and right, it was yeah. like Emily Ratajkowski. Yep. Everyone shat on Robin Thicke for being such a slime ball, and they just ousted him from the industry. Pharrell Williams... Just complete Teflon, mate. No one right. even gives him shit about it at all, even though he co-wrote the fucking song. So there you are. Anyway. Because um, he's so happy. That's right. That's what it is. Okay, my number three is uh, from one of my favorite movies, but boy, did I have a problem with this scene. It's from The Shape of Water, Paul. The Shape <laughs> of Water. Now, we're talking about Michael Shannon's character, who is a very... Uh, oh, you're not going the uh, merman No, because you know what, sex. Paul? That scene in where the water. merman slammed a woman in water was actually not- oddly... No. I wouldn't say it's great no. or sexy at all, but the way it was presented was, all right, let's take you on this. And you didn't actually see Merman Dick or anything. You didn't even see like um, her doing any of those things. Like, fuck. No, what you did see, Paul, the, 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 the scene I'm talking about is where Michael Shannon, who is the bad guy, government, whatever, heavy dude who's obviously a bastard, he has an encounter with the Merman, and the Merman bites off his finger. Then... Okay. He's like, he's like, oh, he gets his finger back and everything, and it's all, and he actually just tapes it up because it's the fifties and they don't know shit about microsurgery, right? <laughs> and he just tapes it back onto his finger, to his hand, thinking that that will do That'll it. Sort it. Didn't sort it, and and days later, it's festering and gross. But he fucks his wife, Paul. He fucks his wife while having this finger, which is falling off and gross, that's in her fucking face while he's splack, 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 blomp, blomp, blomp. Putting a finger, his finger in her mouth. It's around, no, it's not, not in her mouth, but it's around her face and it's falling off and it's gross. Right, so I can just sit on this one. What have I done to deserve this bullshit? <laughs> if I was her, I'd be exactly, like, that's yeah, what I'm saying. exactly. Yeah. No, most definitely. And otherwise, just, if it was in her mouth, it'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Listen, you can't do a, You're an asshole. <laughs> that was a sound effect, Paul. Uh, everyone, um, it's shit. All right. Yes, <laughs> yeah, falling off, rotting because it got bitten off and it's just nasty as hell. I found it, even though I found his wife quite. Fetching. Can't remember what she looked like. She was great. He was not. Okay. <laughs> All right. My number two then, getting down to the penultimate choice, is from a film which, thank God, I've not seen all of. Don't need to have. I've just watched this scene Go and on. a few other bits and pieces. And, of course, read up on how it all ended up. I'm talking the Twilight Saga, colon, Breaking Dawn, hyphen, part one. <laughs> <laughs> what happened in Breaking Dawn? Bella and Edward finally, after four films, or three and a half films, consummate their love on their wedding night. They didn't power slam in all those films? Oh, no, because this is a, written by a Mormon and they don't... Remember, he can't sleep with her because it would, I don't know, explode her insides because he's a vampire and shit. So how did... Okay. Know. Now right. they're married, it's all magically okay because that's this level of fucking this fucking series and oh, this yeah. series of books are one of my hated, most hated things of all time. Sure. I'm stunned it wasn't my number one, if I'm really honest. They consummate their wedding night by first of all standing naked in the moon touched ocean. Oh, really? Which is. They're in the ocean. Really hot. Not. Because you don't see anything because, again, it's a PG film. Uh... And they just talk to each other and start to caress one another. And then we cut to them back in there, wherever they are, fucking scene. He's on top of her, of course, because there's no other way to do this if you're a Mormon. It's just, that's it. And he is so powerful as this vampire when he reaches up to grab the bedhead above them and grips it <laughs> as he's pounding left, right, not left, right, so it's dead on straight uh, yeah, away. Straight back and forth. He breaks the bedhead and the bed falls to pieces around because he's so strong. <laughs> and she says, it's okay. It's okay because he looks worried that maybe I've hurt him. It's okay. We'll go to Ikea tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so hard. 
Well, first of all, people, stop fucking in the ocean. In some countries, that's where the sewage comes out. Okay, <laughs> stop doing that shit, all right? Also, We've a shark might bite your dick off. We've already talked about how it doesn't work that well. But in also, there's the creatures ocean. in the ocean. Pool's yes. one thing, but fucking hell. Yep. Jellyfish in your asshole. And then now they're here, and, and that's the whole power move <laughs> is to break the bed around, and then... It the cuts to because again PG third. Apparently, it was shot so hard that it got to be an R rated film. So I guess maybe got a glimpse of bodily functions. But if you like full back or male nudity, Backle. that's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy as fuck. Let's be honest here. Our Pats, he's he him and Daniel um, Harry Potter, Radcliffe. Yeah, those guys know how to work the Hollywood system. Oh. You're in you're in like these big ass franchises which maybe aren't too taxing for you, but then you use that as a passport to then make more interesting, uh, edgy films. Kristen Stewart too, you know, who's gone on to Agree. really Agree. interesting projects. So all three of them have really manufactured great careers and are better than what they well, I'm not that I've seen the Harry Potter films, so I can't talk about Danny Rickley. These two are so much better than what they performed here in this particular series of films, which this gets to number two because I had to spend three and a half fucking films to get to this scene. Yeah, no one, no one actually waits that long. Yeah. All right. <laughs> My number two, everyone, was a film that, uh, frankly, I didn't get. I didn't get why it was put this way and I didn't get why it was supposed to be sexy, but the film is called Crash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Considered it. Had I, I, didn't, I didn't have dishonorable mentions, but absolutely would be there as well. All right. And I so, believe it's also a Munch's list. Is it? Well, from oh, was it? Okay, <laughs> I oh, think God. it was. All right, everyone, there's a sex scene with <laughs> James Spader. And look, it's directed by David Cronenberg, which to me tells you everything you Oh, no, know. sorry, wrong. So I was thinking of Crank. No, crank. not Crank. Sorry. Crash. crash I'm talking crash. about... My bad. Sorry, Machu. I've, I've disparaged <laughs> your name unfairly. This is the car fucking movie, everyone. And yeah, that's a it's, good choice. This is a scene where Spader meets a I lady. think he'd rather eat some piss. Yeah, I reckon he would, actually, <laughs> because he's... Oh, God. He meets um, Rosanna Arquette, whose legs are in braces after um, an auto accident. So the whole movie is about, I guess, is it called? What is it called? Is, is there a term for cars? I think there is, but I'm not going to look it Yeah, I'm not up. sure what it is. He's turned on by her injuries, especially the, shall we say, well, vulva. There's a domestic flair to this. Like, yeah, you but know, I like your pain. I, there's that, right? But he, she's got a scar on her thigh that looks like a pussy paw. Oh, God. That's what happened in this movie, all right? So he's like, you know, getting down I with it. I forgot this, to be honest. That's right. And then he decides... No, no, I can, I can. I blocked it out. Right, because he sticks his dick in the leg wound. Stop traumatizing That's anyway. what happened, everyone. He did that, okay? And she's all... I can't remember if she was down with it or not, but I certainly fucking wasn't. And I was like, what's wrong with <laughs> you people, okay? Stop fucking scars, people. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the ones I'm just again we haven't done a list the same way. Was it? I guess it was meant to be sexy, right? Yes, because I remember the first sexualish scene in this was that um, what's her name, Holly Hunter. Yep. So she's in a car accident with I think it was James Spader was in the other car, head-on collision. Right. Her husband, who was in the driver's seat, goes through the fucking windscreen. He's dead. There's a moment where she sees James Spader in the other car. After the shock, she takes off her belt and pops a titty out. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And the whole film is like that, people. It's absolutely gross. And yep. um, I'm just not down with it. So, Crash. Ass. Yeah. Ass Crash. Great, crash Ass. Great, great choice. Well played, sir. Now, we need to recap our list. Wait, as painful as this may be. Yeah, this is just nasty. <laughs> All right. My number 10, Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Number nine, Midsommar. Eight, from Splice. Seven X. I'm not even going to go through the scenes again because that's a bit too nope, painful. Nope, that's not good. Six Team America World Police colon in the middle there. Shut up. Number five. <laughs> Hell of the Duck. Four Top Gun. Three Showgirls. Number two. The Twilight Saga colon Breaking fuck Dawn off, hyphen fuck off, Part fuck One. Off, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> 
And my number one can only be summarized, Wayne, with perhaps one of the most iconic pieces of music. Go on. Ever before put to cinema. What the fuck is this? Oh, is this the room? The room. Oh, shit. Okay, turn it off, turn it off. Is that the fucking song that was playing? <laughs> That's the song they're playing yeah, when they're getting it on. You are my rose, you are my rose, you are my rose. It sounds like a loop. It's a piece of shit. From Kitra Williams, it's called Believe It or Not, You're My Rose. No. <laughs> Wow, that's a piece of crap. You can take whatever you like from the three sex scenes in the first 25 minutes of this film <laughs> and all of them are as unsexy as each other. But I opted in the end for Lisa being banged by Mark on the stairs because, wow. Is this where he fucks her belly button? Well, that's like Tommy Wiseau is, is fucking her in the bed and he fucks her belly button. He's like way too high? Yes. Yeah. yeah and he's big, huge, saggy butts doing... The first 20 minutes of the film is the unsexiest piece of cinema ever released and it's you can believe the disaster asked the way you, you should because it was this film was meant to be serious this film was meant to be taken 100% of course it was seriously. it ends with the suicide of spoilers for a film 20 years old you're doing me a bad Lisa the major character 20, sorry 19 years old but this is an absolute unintentional comedy all the way through and it is unsexy as all fuck dude the reason this is not on my list is because I refuse to give any airtime to this piece of <laughs> shit like for real, when I saw this, I have I've been to the screenings where you throw like yeah, cutlery I have, I have and all those things, that. right? That's the that's the only value this movie has. Now, when you sit there and this Tommy Wiseau is like trying to play it off like it was a gag, that gives me the shit. So I'm like, you're just crap, son. Yeah, you're just crap. Yeah, no, no, it's <laughs> deliberately. This is meant to be funny. Ah, oh, I'm very funny. Bullshit. He's an asshole too. So I mean, I feel so bad for that girl uh, in in this film. Julia oh, really. Danielle. Yeah, because it's just like part of the uh, part of the the spectacle of being, you know, when you're throwing. It, they actually give you a sheet of things to react to, right. and it's like whenever she gets naked, boo and throw up. Right, <laughs> that, that's what. It is. So she's had to. She said because of her poor, unfortunate, bloody association with this film. I mean, I've never seen her again, and I'm sure no, she doesn't like to walk no, the streets. So no. there you are. So yeah, getting yeah yeah fair enough fair enough. All this right. is this is up there. All right, tell us what and give us your feedback ten through two, or at least you recount your list and then reveal your number one. Okay, ten damage, nine Fifty Shades freed, uh, eight shoot 'em up, <laughs> seven Golden Eye, six nine and a half weeks, five three hundred Rise of an Empire, four Body of Evidence, three The Shape of Water, two Crash, and my number one was a film that I always it's a nineteen seventy three film and I've never never gotten it and it's always bothered me. Last Tango in Paris. Oh yes. Last Tango in Paris has got Marlon. Never seen it, so I couldn't claim it. Dude, it's not just uh, the scene in question is the infamous scene where wow. there's butter and the I porking. Said that. I could have looked it up, but I didn't want to. No, you don't want to because I'll tell you something else. The butter scene where the female character is essentially raped by Marlon Brando using a stick of butter as a lubricant, Ugh. which was not actually they didn't brief the actress. It was kind of a weird whole thing. Yeah, it's a I've lot. Read about it. Right. Now, the director, Bernardo Bertolucci, and this is what weirds me out, okay? 1973 film, Marlon Brando's already fat. It's not fucking, <laughs> it's not like motherfucking, like, you know, streetcar main designer, right? yeah. none of that shit, right? So, the entire film, it's hailed in Hollywood circles as this sort of, un, this weird classic, but everything about the film is gross, Paul. Everything about the mm. film is, like, oddly... So, in effect, everything about the film is... <laughs> no, asshole. <laughs> Turn that shit off, you fucking bitch. <laughs> but, like, the what it is is that... But are you sure she wasn't his rose? <laughs> she was definitely on his rose. <laughs> Not even a thorn, really. Um, he, 
everything that this movie is all about sex and whatever, right? But it's done in a to me very artless fashion. It is not avant-garde and interesting and it's just fucking rank and the whole movie especially that scene is a bag full of dicks i absolutely hate it and i kind of want to stop talking about it so fair enough last tango in paris there it is is a shit i don't i hope this this show has been interesting for you people i just realized how unpleasant it kind of is (laughs) when good intentions go wrong i'm not gonna bother with any dishonorable mentions i'm done let me just throw it on my ear uh cara delvin's dance in suicide squad was shit looking Remember she was doing that sexy kind of enchantress thing? She was was writhing as the enchantress. That was her name, and she just looked funny. The prostitutes in Fargo went, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) Pretty unsexy. Uh, Every scene. But as unsexy as this? Shut up, you. Oh. Yes, you fucking bitch. You're an asshole. (laughs) You know what? I'm just going to call it there, people. I'm just going to call it there. (laughs) We're done. All right, then what about your feedback on the topic at hand in the segment which kicks, well, sorry, not kicks off, ends every show. It's called The Pop Ten. Talk about Pop Ten. Talk about Pop Ten. Kicking off this week's Pop Ten with Jonathan Lamb, who said, number three, The Eternals. Maybe MCU should stick to no sex scenes. Feels so weird to see one after 24 or so of their sexless movies. Two things. One, fuck you, Paul, you can't. That song is in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> secondly, what was the sex scene in Internals? Uh, Gemma Chan and and the dude from Game of Thrones, Richard. Oh, okay. Did, did they do it? Yeah. And it was not good? Have you not, not. have you not seen it? Yeah. I've, I've seen it. I can't remember it. I hate that fucking film. Yeah, okay. There you go. That's why you, you go. <laughs> number two, Midsommar. Scandinavian voice, sex party, anyone? And number one, The Room. You can pick any of the sex scenes in this movie. Oh, wait. The Room. You Shut up, dickhead. Oh, now you just lose to everyone. That's a shit. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. What a piece of shit you are. That if you piss Wayne off enough. Oh, what a cunt. Uh, but I'm going with the staircase one. Must have been a pain there. Same thing. Must have been a pain in the back. Literally shoot that. They're so fucking on for way too fucking long. Unlike my joke, which is perfect. Bollocks. <laughs> Stephen Burns said, How the duck? Uh, Stephen, I think, has contracted COVID this week, he said. So all the best. Get well soon, my friend. Ah. Uh, How the duck? Interspecies sex scene? No thanks. Avatar? Oh, yeah. Let's interlock our hair together. Sexy. I mean, sure. And Demolition Man, I hope Wayne Rizzi picks this again. Sex by VR headset with no touching? No, thank you. No, no, thank you, but it wasn't off putting. <laughs> As you mentioned, Sam Hurley said, Can I just submit Machu's personal list from when we guested? Matt Evans said, Society, high class orgy milt. Literally, they, I've seen that one. Yeah, you don't want to. Okay. Number two, Kingpin, Roy's rent is due. It looks like. That's when he hurls from banging the, the landlady. Okay. I think so. Yep. Yeah. And number one, ex old serial killer couple. There you go. Horny. Timothy Williams said a film which I just went, nope, not doing it, not talking about it, not going into it. What? Bad boy. Bunny. No way. I'm not fine. Don't, don't think about that again. Forget about it. Yep. And he had a vomit emoji afterwards. Absolutely. Well played. David Power, top of the page of the show, Facebook moderator, said, Spanking the monkey. That's your mum, dude. Seriously. Didn't Ugh. see it. Sounds like I How won't. the Duck does all of the wrong and splice. Not only is Dren not human, but Adrian Brody has raised her from birth and is essentially a father. Multiple levels of wrong. I uh, actually have like five, but there's a cringes of all. What the, the fuck? Rose. Shut up, no, wait, The room. <laughs> the bitch. How about that? That's who you are. <laughs> Punk ass oh, bitch. You just dude. lost everyone. <laughs> sure. That's what, that's what yeah. lost in this episode. Me playing that song over and over again. It did not help. <laughs> Uh, JB Davies said, Watchmen, it was close between this and Eternals, and this is slightly more cringy. Shame not being able to perform every guy's nightmare. And number one, 
Midsommar looked so awkward and the build up to it was so disturbing slash disgusting. Can I just take an issue here? I see Watchmen on a lot of people's lists. Mm. The movie, that, that scene was fucking awesome, okay? There was slow-mo, there was Leonard Cohen, there was pounding and there was like flamethrower coming. Like that was, I thought that was a great scene. And any any underside of the booby in the moonlight situation has always been working for me. So I don't know what everyone's thinking about okay, that. Well, you know, different say. strokes for different folks. Number That's three right. for Jesse Dixon, Tom Cruise and Dan DeWay Newton in Mission Impossible 2. Uh, sure. Number two, Tom Cruise and Renee Zolga in Jerry Maguire. Wrong. Number one, Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis in Top Gun. Wronger. <laughs> Clearly, Wayne is not Tom Cruise's rose. <laughs> Michelle kind of always said, shout out your cringy sex scenes, quote unquote. You don't really mean mine, do you? (laughs) (laughs) It's a whole different show. Samuel Joseph said, I'm finding it really hard to find any films with sounding in it for Wayne. Oh my God. No wonder (laughs) why. (laughs) John Amento for the Party Comics Podcast. Great show. Do check them out. Said the old couple getting freaky AF in X was very cringe. The cave scene in Teeth. Her vagina bites his penis off. Tough watch. Every man's... (laughs) Bad, worst nightmare. And when the bouncer is banging the waitress in Roadhouse, he says to her something like, you're going to be my regular Saturday night I remember that scene. girl. I cringed the theater at 14 and I knew shit about sex. <laughs> well, in that case, you don't want to know about Wayne's sex life. <laughs> but, but really, who does? <laughs> <laughs> and Joy DiCarlo, to wrap it up from the So Wizard podcast, said, old people and ex, once again, absolutely disgusting. Whoever was supposed to, or whatever was supposed to be happening in the Eternals which somehow made the prospect of banging Gemma Chan seem unsexy. Yeah. And number one, Adrian Brody makes a monster girl and then fucks it in splice. Gross, bro. I don't know what's wrong with people. All right. <laughs> neither do I, Wayne. Neither do I. That's your feedback. Thank you so much, everyone, who got back to us. I'm sorry I couldn't get through it all. Really, truly do appreciate it. Wayne, how do the people get back to us with their feedback on the topic at hand or indeed anything more generally about the show? Well, if you don't look up the countdownpodcast.com, you should Google us for all of our socials or send us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at the Countdown PC. Like and follow the show on Podbean, where we host, and check out the Facebook community, as mentioned in the show. Show. It's the only place you can vote week in and week out and give your feedback on the topics at hand. And that is it for us today. Other than to announce what we're doing for episode 386, Wayne, which is... Obviously, I've already forgotten, so I'm looking it up now directly. <laughs> and it turns out we are doing the top 10 underdog films. Uh, underdog. I remember this cartoon. Yes. <laughs> great, great. So, uh, yeah, we... Um, Oh, we'll get a brief for that going. Oh, underdog. <laughs> any, any film where there's an... I guess it could will be a lot of sports films, but there could be just... You know, Not on my list, but yeah. <laughs> very open, very wide ranging. That's the topic for next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. That is it for us for episode 385, the top 10 unsexiest sex scenes. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> my name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. How would you like to suck my butt? About a sex is a gums. Bye. Catch you next time. See ya. You are my rose, you are my rose, you are my rose. You are my rose.